0: Send It All Podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nauter and Brad Stone! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Send It All Podcast. It's Season 3, Episode 3. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Lucian Otter, and my co-host, Mr. Bradley Stone. Brad, how you doing?
1: Fantastic! Happy Friday. Uh, been a great week. Been a lot of uh, waiver wire add drops, start sit decisions to break down, and of course, we've got to break down week one.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but first, before we get into that, I just want to know how's it feel, man? Football is back. We had a week of games. We had a Thursday night game. Uh, how great is it?
1: Thursday night was amazing man that that game was everything I wanted and more we had a Kelsey touchdown we we it, it was just pure fire Lucian. uh it got me going got me feeling great uh how about how about you I mean w- what did you end up doing for the games on Sunday
0: I ended up just watching Red Zone by myself um I usually like to to keep it like that keep it simple um because I just get too into it I don't want to be distracted you know but,
1: I, I love it. I mean, that's how you, that, that's Lucian right there committing to doing the analysis <laughs> for this podcast. He watches every play. He watches the, uh, the, the quick edits on NFL.com every week. I mean, no one does it better than my co-host.
0: I watch the coach's film. Come on, let's do this.
1: Give me the all 22.
0: Yeah, come on. Uh, but first week, any highlights for you? Any big takeaways, big plays, anything you enjoyed watching? You had that Vikings yes. game. That was uh it was kind of brutal.
1: It it was uh it was not great for my Minnesota Vikings, but really let me have my heart just uh broken early, which means it's all about building up uh to next season for the Vikings. I I I'd say I think they are not going to make the playoffs after how shitty they played. Uh what were my other highlights? Um You know, it was interesting seeing the Niners lose. Uh I thought Seattle had a big win. Russell Wilson, four touchdowns for, you know, for his fantasy owner. Pretty amazing. Uh, how, about, how about you, Lucian?
0: Um, oh, it's got to be the Cardinals winning. That was great, knocking off the former <laughs> NFC champs. Um, you really couldn't have asked for more. It made a bad week in fantasy into a good week with that win. So you can always appreciate that.
1: I get it, man. I get it.
0: Uh, and then we had a game this Thursday. Technically, it's week two, but since we recorded this late, uh, we got we got to watch one game this week. It was the whoa, Browns. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa Wes! We, or excuse me, Lucian. We weren't <laughs> supposed to. We weren't supposed to tell them that.
0: <laughs> tell them what?
1: Oh, okay, that, that we're recording this on Friday, not uh, Wednesday.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. That's that was supposed to be a secret.
1: Okay, snafu, snafu, uh, <laughs> fake news, fake news. It's all of it.
0: Fake news. Well, I'm just happy football's back. It's awesome. I enjoy it watching the games, watching my players. It's what life's all about, having fun sometimes. Good to be back. Good Good to to be be back. back. All right, let's get into our week one recaps. We're going to start off with the game of the week. It was Paul will never own the trophy versus Cookin' Pies' Karen Peters. Karen shocked the world taking this win, 138.5 to 95.75. Brad, you predicted this. This game, what did you think of this game?
1: I saw it coming, you know, uh, Karens can just be pretty, you know, they, they can get their way early. They, they can scream and yell and kick and just bitch and moan. And that it seems like that's how PD got it done.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, PD he can complain his way into victories. That's what we've learned.
1: Uh, well, no, to, to get a little deeper into it, though, as this is the game of the week, I, obviously Russell Wilson with the four touchdowns, as we talked about earlier, Dalvin came up well, came up big. Chris as well. Uh, I don't know about Godwin, though. The Rumors of a concussion. Have you heard these rumors, Lucian?
0: I have. I have. He, he was in limited practice, but he hasn't been cleared by the, uh, the medical staff yet, so who knows?
1: He's out, baby. He is out.
0: Yes, uh, sir. Wes?
1: Saquon. Womp womp. Womp
2: womp womp. David
1: Montgomery. Womp womp. Just A.J. Green. But it's good to see Robert Woods got that new contract
0: today. You know, it was really fun watching Gaskowski miss all those field goals, uh, knowing that he was on Wes's team. Made it a lot more interesting.
1: You hate to see it.
0: Hate to see it. We we
1: love you, dictator. We love you.
0: Yes, yes. We love you. Uh, Unfortunately, Brad doesn't love you that much because he picked Karen Peters to win, uh, as did Paul. So they both got that one right. I picked Wes, our fearless leader, to win. He lost, so I lose this round. Uh, but that brings us up to our next game. It's the meh game of the week. It's Kamara Meha versus Have a Sony Day. Thomas B. Paul 137.05 to 110.35. Brad, what were your takeaways from this game?
1: I called Thomas as the meh team of the year, but apparently it's, it's shifted to Paul, who's officially the meh team of the year, because his team is named after Sony Michelle. How can you possibly name your team after Sony Michelle? That means he's your best running back. That is pathetic. Paul, oh, the meh team team of the week. Tom, welcome back to relevance. Welcome back, step, step <laughs> back into the circle.
0: Yeah, Thomas surprised us, I think. His team put up some decent numbers, uh led the way by Lamar Jackson, Mr former m v p of the league. um yeah, just. You know, it just came down to Paul shitting the bed in this game, really. Uh, his key players didn't perform, and the the, uh, the ones that uh, and some got hurt. and So what? You, I, I I'm just kind of bored talking about it. I okay, mean, that's yeah, fine. Yeah,
1: Paul. I mean, congrats, Thomas.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that brings us up to what some might say was the game of the week, when in reality it didn't turn out that way. But it's the Green Bowl. It's suck up the victories. Uh, Mr. Robbie scoring a. A league high, 152.4, versus my team, the rise of the Skywalkers, 105.8. Brad, you predicted Robbie would win this one. Did this turn out how you predicted?
1: Lucian, you can't rise as Skywalker until you've fallen first. So you had the most points put against you. You know what? i love to lose that way. That means no matter what I did, I was going to lose that week. So you can hold your head high. Uh, and you, you will rise. Congrats to our Green Bowl champion, uh, named by me, T. M. Uh, Patton. Uh, congrats, Robbie. Obviously, Devontae Adams came up huge. Matt Ryan, just kind of the usual cast of characters you'd expect. Juju, especially two touchdowns. Love to see it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And despite you know how my team did, I wasn't too disappointed. Uh, a lot of the wide receivers I picked, uh, they had you know a high target share in their offenses. Uh, it was just a down week, but I predict them to do a lot better going forward. Didn't escape with this without any injuries. You know, I got Crowder injured, Kittle injured. Uh, that definitely hurt, but I definitely found some gems, you know, like Naeem Hines, who I traded for, who just went off. I think he was, uh, what, like the number five or six running back on the week. So uh can't complain about that, but I will say, I'll get to this later, but uh, that trade with Miner, man, all I can say is he's a lucky son of a gun. Uh, but yeah, brighter days have to fall before we rise. Go rise of the Skywalkers. Uh, me and Paul both got that one wrong. Uh, Robbie, Brad, correct again. Uh, next game. We have Waken Drake versus Bama Joe. Bama took this one 122.6 to 108.55. What'd you make of this game, especially with all the trash talking Eric's been doing in the offseason?
1: Roll, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Bama Joe, Roll Tide. His he- Is I mean, I got to say, his Judy Pick looks promising, no one knows Bama players like Joe. So uh, congrats congrats to him. Uh, Obviously, Josh Jacobs. What are you going to do? You know, looking at Wake and Drake. Okay, good week by Julio. But is Hayden Hurst overrated? What do you think on that one, Lucian?
0: All I know is that Atlanta passed it a whole lot in that game. And a lot of people got targets, but one of them who didn't get targets was Hayden Hurst. I'd be pretty worried about that if I was Eric.
1: Hey, you can, you can buy low now, fellas. I hear he might be on
0: the move. He might just be. Uh, but yeah, Bama Joe, uh, I don't think I picked him to win, but he was one of my picks at the beginning of the season to win his first playoff game this year. So I have high hopes for that team.
1: Now, I do need to call one person out, uh, our, our great loser in this matchup. Owen oh, and one. I hate to see it, Eric. How did that Chris Thompson do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. He had how, how so much it, confidence.
1: Should...
0: <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I can't find him in my rankings of top scorers this week.
1: Yeah, you're going to have to look down all the way to the 154th ranked running back in the National Football League. With 1.6 points. He had six receiving yards. Eric, congrats that we have half-point PPR. That was huge for his stats.
0: Yeah, well, fortunately for Eric, he benched him, so it didn't affect his team. But still, you hate to see it.
1: He was talking him up. He was talking him up.
0: That he was. All right, we have our next matchup. It's Foreign Hub versus Wes's stepfather. Hogan wins this one, 114.3 to 112.25. It was a close matchup. Closer than I think a lot of people thought. Uh, what do you think of this game, Brad?
1: I just want to say uh, to applaud Hogan here for the consistency in his team name. Eric ran away from it. He ran away from his legacy. And where's Eric now? 0-1. <laughs> where's Wes? 1-0. and Congratulations, Hogan. I'm not even going to break down your players. You're the champion of the week.
0: I think you meant where is Hogan now? You said Wes. No, but, uh, right. Jeez, check the tape come on, rewind it, check the tape. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I was the only one who predicted Hogan would win this one, and it looks like I came up right. But it was really a close matchup, closer than I thought it was going to be. Even with, you know, Carson once shitting the bed for Hogan, he was, uh, he did really well with, you know, Thielen and Henry, and you know what? A win is a win. You can't complain about that.
2: Now, Lucian, do you think this confirms that our Fornhub has Nestor
1: reached for Patrick Mahomes this season, taking him very early. Is that the mistake that's going to cost him any shot at the offs and more of a shot at the toilet bowl?
0: You know what? I definitely think it's going to cost him. He reached on Patrick Mahomes. Wasn't even the top scorer this week. You expect if you're going to take a quarterback in the first round, he should at least be the top scorer. But you know where I think Nestor went wrong this year? was taking Leonard Fournette in the second round. That one is really going to torpedo his team.
1: Hate to see it, Nestor.
0: Hate to see it. Okay, next up we have Or the Land of the McCaffrey versus the Quarantine Hut. Miner takes off the newcomer Travis, 131 to 82.75. I just want to add in here that Travis was the lowest scoring team on the week and now the lowest scoring team in the league. Does this bode well for Travis? What do you think, Brad?
1: Well, as I'm playing him this week, and I don't want to get into predictions, but I love that I'm going up against the low-scoring player of the week. You know, momentum is a real thing in fantasy football. It's it's how your team's feeling, how they're driving, how they're, they're playing together. And clearly, Travis is having chemistry issues. Uh, you you look at it, T.Y. Hilton. Jarvis Landry, I mean, those are just guys that are going to yell at each other. And not to mention Harris and Butker. Who knows what that guy's up to. Uh,
2: So, not surprised by this result.
0: Yeah, I mean, it really sucks when your first-round player goes down like Michael Thomas. I mean, there's a chance he could be out for the next six weeks. So, Travis has to do something. He's got to start interacting, get some trades going. Otherwise, his life in this league is not going to be very long.
2: Could be short.
0: Yes. Uh, Next up, we have the Fresh Prince of Hilaire versus our one and only Banker Cat. Uh, Jason beats you 107.5 to 96.43. Couldn't have felt good, Brad. Uh, What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What's going through your mind?
1: I just want to call everybody back to the tape. Uh, I picked Jason in this game. I just took the sense of my locker room. They weren't feeling it. Uh, You know, as the most reliable podcast in Send it fantasy football. I have to give it to you guys straight. Saw this coming. We're going to prepare for net next week. We're, we're on to Travis.
0: Yes, that's all right. When the banker cat gets down, there's only one way to go, and that's up. So we're looking forward to your return to greatness, banker cat.
1: Thank you, Illusion. Very cool. All
0: right, uh, that was the end of the uh, games for the last week. Uh, we're going to get into our weekly prediction scorecard. In the lead after one week, it's Brad with. Five and two correct predictions.
1: Look Uh, at me. Hey, follow my picks, follow the money, follow the banker cat.
0: Now you have a substantial lead on me because I only ended as one and six this week. Not looking good. I'm going to have to up my game. But you know what? It was week one. Now that we have more data, we can make more uh, successful predictions. So I'm looking forward to trying to catch up to you in this. Uh, Our guest, who was Paul, Comes in at two and five, just one slightly better than me. Uh, So the guests, you're also find yourself in a hole. You got to dig yourself out of if you want to compete with the big dogs.
1: This is why Paul's the meh player uh, (laughs) of of the league right
0: now. Have a meh day, Paul. Okay, that ends our week one prediction recap. Let's get into the next segment. It's the lamestream media, fake news and injury reports. Brad, we've had a lot of devastating injuries after week one. Uh, You and I both know this. We've suffered this, Uh, but let's get right into it. I'm just going to read some players. You give me some quick thoughts about uh, the injury, what you think it means for the teams that have these players on their roster. First up, we have Michael Thomas with a high ankle sprain who was out this week. Travis, should he be worried? What should he be thinking right now?
1: High ankle sprain, that's more of like a four-week injury before you're actually in football shape. Obviously, Michael Thomas is a freak but I would say you're looking at four weeks out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got to do something about that. Uh, he picked up some wide receivers off the waiver. We'll see if they can pull through for him.
1: Also, though, disclaimer, neither Lucian nor I are, are doctors, so you can't sue us because we've now said that.
0: Yes. Uh, next, up, <laughs> next up, we have Marlon Mack. He tore his ACL first game. He's out for the rest of the season. Um, this is a pretty big shocker, but you know what? One person's shock is another person's gain. Miner gets rid of Marlon Mack and now gets to play Jonathan Taylor, who he just acquired. Uh, how do you think he's feeling about this injury right now, Brad?
1: I don't think Miner actually had high hopes for Marlon Mack, but the return of the Mack is going to have to wait until
0: 2021. Man. Uh, yeah, I, I think he'll weather it just fine. Uh, next up, we have A.J. Brown, who got himself a bone bruise in the game. Uh, I believe this is Jason's player. Uh, A.J. Brown is out this week. Uh, What do you think is going to affect Jason for the rest of the season? Do you think it's going to be a couple weeks?
1: I I think uh, A.J. Brown is going to come back. You know, he's going to be slow. I think he needs to build back into it. Uh, I think this is real news. Uh, I, I think A.J. Brown will be back and contribute to Jason.
0: Yeah, um, Jason. You know your your wide receivers are looking a little thin there, buddy. You might want to look at some trades coming forward in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that brings us to a couple of players who I'm going to mention together because they were connected because they're both on your team. It's Philip Lindsay and James Conner. Lindsay with a turf toe, Conner with an ankle sprain. Lindsay is out. Conner is in. Uh, how do you feel, man? Getting hit by two injuries—it's not easy.
1: Unfortunately, I, I need to. Talk about something that's um, kind of difficult formulation
0: okay um, we're
2: here we're here to listen
1: there's this little debacle that happened with my running backs um, so obviously David Johnson who's a top three running back this year was playing on Thursday and all the indications were that Miles Sanders would be, would be going with the team he'd be playing on Sunday and I just figured okay I'm have Miles Sanders and James Conner. It's going to be beautiful. What happens? I've already sat David Johnson. Sanders is out the next day. Now I'm down to James Conner and Philip fucking Lindsey. Philip Lindsey is not going to make it back to my team. I am done with that guy. Disgusting. James Conner, he's coming back. They're going to keep handing him the ball. Got injured early. Uh, last game, obviously. He's coming back with a vengeance.
0: Now, there's a rumor flying around out there that James Conner actually wasn't injured and that he was doing so poorly that the team benched him, uh, which is why he was able to practice all week this week. you think there's any validity to those rumors?
1: Wow, way to talk about a man who had cancer like that.
0: Oh, come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Uh, No, I don't think there's any validity to that. Uh, He was clearly hurt. You could see him on the sidelines.
0: Now, what do you think about this information? I have it on good authority that Juju Smith-Schuster – Teammates of James Conner, who is an avid fantasy football player, added Benny Snell to his roster uh, the following week after the game. Uh, do you think this is telling since Juju sees James Conner every day, plays with him? Do you think he knows something we don't know? Juju's
1: just a team player. I mean, he's, he's a proud Trojan. We're, we're all team players, and uh, he just wants more Steelers on his team. What? I don't see anything wrong with that. That's, that's <laughs> fake news.
0: Okay, okay. So you're confident uh, trotting out James Conner this week?
1: He's probably not starting for me. He might be my third running back. Oh, know. really? David Johnson, running back crisis in Banker Catville. Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> All right. We have two more uh, injuries here. We have Kenny Galladay hamstring. He is listed as out. And we have Courtland Sut- uh, Sutton with a sprained AC joint who is questionable. Uh, Brad, we've got... One of these guys is on West's team. Cortland Sutton, I don't even know what team he's on. No one talks about Sutton anymore. Uh, what do you think about these two wide receiver injuries?
1: Galladay, I'm worried about this. Uh, seems like we were sold a bucket of lies about him in the offseason, as he was, he was supposed to be fine, and here we are. Here we are. Cortland Sutton... I was just never a big Cortland Sutton guy. I I just don't want a guy, I don't want Drew Locke uh, thrown to me, especially if I'm injured. He's going to get you, uh, he's going to get you killed. So, Galladay, I have some hope for. Cortland Sutton, just cut him now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, I was all ready to go to the Galladay Inn this year, but uh, with these injuries, it's no wonder that Wes is trying to shop him around for other players. Uh, these next two injuries are very personal to me because they're both players on my team. Uh, it's it's Jameson Crowder and George Kittle hamstr- uh, hamstring and a knee sprain. Both are out this week. It is a devastating blow, Brad, to say the least. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can get over this. What do you think?
1: It's gonna be. It's gonna be okay, man. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> uh, Kittle, I think that's precautionary, but I, I just don't think they want him to fly. However, Crowder. Crowder does this. He's going to be fine in like two weeks. He'll come back. He'll score three touchdowns in a game. He'll get hurt again, and he'll be back in like two, three weeks. He'll score like four touchdowns in a game. So keep. I would keep Crowder on your on your roster.
0: Well, I'm not going to – who said I was going to drop him? I'm not dropping you? him. You didn't sound happy with him. I'm just upset that he's out after having such a big game the first week.
1: Well, you know, that's what he does.
0: <laughs> All right, we've got two more. These are the last two. We have Le'Veon Bell, big injury. He's going to IR. He'll be out for at least three weeks. Uh, and then another one, Chris Godwin, who was in a concussion protocol. He's questionable. Some saying he's not playing this week. Uh, what do you think about this? Now, Le'Veon Bell, he was on Meh, uh, McGovern's team. Um, his running back one Now he's out. Someone's panicking. So I don't know. What would you do if you were Paul, Brad?
1: I would panic. I would panic now. I'd have a fire sale. I just—you need bodies, Paul. You—you don't—you don't have anybody. It's, I, you know, I'm tired of talking about it. So. Uh, Godwin is who I want to talk about. Okay, let's hear it. He's not playing this week. I think he's going to be out two weeks. Is does he actually have COVID? People are asking.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. We'll have to send you to the stadium, and you can ask him yourself and get the inside scoop.
1: right so you're paying for the plane flights then i love it
0: (laughs) it'll come out of the send it all podcast discretionary fund
1: well with my ads uh you know the amount we make for these bad boys
0: yeah Yeah. speaking of ads it's time for brad's ads brad what do you got for us this week
1: well fellas and if there's any you know men who are trying to transition
2: or something you know i want to include everybody this is Sex-positive uh, podcast, obviously. Um, you know, I just didn't really prepare anything. Guys. <laughs> you can't I, improvise I, I something? Didn't,
1: I didn't prepare anything. So sometimes, that's why you need the all-star game called Codenames. If you're ever at a party, <laughs> have a dull moment. Your next guest, as a matter of fact, is obviously a paid ad buyer. Dictator who we love so much Wes Miller will bring out code names to your party it'll be a great time and everybody will start fighting what a way to end the night with that we'll go to Lucian.
0: alright you caught me mid burp I'm drinking a beer right now but um
1: drinking on the job <laughs> mm.
0: hey this is a mm. professional <laughs> this is a professional podcast and I am a professional so um if without, okay, we got no more ads. We've got nothing. We've got dead air right now. Um, but you know what? I think it's time to bring on our special guest. Brad, are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. That's right. We have our special guest. It's our dear beloved dictator, Mr. Wesley Miller himself. Wes, welcome to the show.
3: Dun dun, 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 I feel like Darth Vader every time I enter this show. I feel like everyone hates me, but at the same time, they want to join the empire. So good, good afternoon, guys. Late, late evening to you.
1: As as your chief propaganda, I mean, as your chief, uh, as the, the chief send it <laughs> uh, news uh, podcasters, um, we're just so happy to have you on, our dear leader. This is just, this just brings so much joy to my heart. Without it's, you, It's my first, it's my first pod of the year. It's been a. Uh, it's been a long time, long
3: time coming. I didn't know if well, we'd I, have fantasy football this year. i glad we kicked rid of some of the, the piece of shit that were in the league before. <laughs> um, I can't wait to see who leaves next year.
2: Excited.
0: Now, I've, I've been talking with some other members, and what do you think about the idea of having new league members voted in, like having to go through some kind of trial to prove that they're worthy to be in this league?
1: I think if you I can't agree. run across a pile of hot coals, do you really deserve to play in the Senate Football League? I a hundred
3: percent agree. And at the same time you also gotta have a cover letter and a resume. Show what you've done in previous leagues. Um I, I believe Eric might know something about that, but we'd have to ask him.
0: I just want people who are gonna be involved, you know, who who aren't gonna quit after one year if they do poorly. Um I want this to keep going. I want the guys to have some rivalries building. It just makes it all more fun.
3: I know. Eric, I'm a little bit nervous. Eric, where, I'm Owen one. Yep. I know I'm, I'm 0 and one. And I know that the tradition is, you know, if, if you're last place, you leave the league. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking like I might be leaving the league this year,
1: so hopefully I can kind of turn around. Thank God I got Paul this week. No, no, you, you are not allowed to ever leave the league. We would just kick someone else out to, to make sure you had two spots next season. So you have double oh, the chance. I like that. Yeah. All right. Good. So we would get rid of Hogan. That's great. Most, like, most likely, most likely.
0: Uh, so you seem pretty down in your team this week. Um, Well, just in general, but that brings us into our next part. How did you feel about your week one performance? Was it everything you thought it was going to be or what?
3: Actually, I actually had a good feeling I was going to have a bad week. Um, If you look at some of my matchups, uh, you know, Saquon going against Pittsburgh, um, Dave Montgomery coming off injury, it just just didn't work out. Uh, AJ Green playing the first time for like two and a half years. Kenny Galladay going out before even playing a snap. Uh, makes it a little bit difficult. Uh I mean it was a little bit rough to watch Petey. I mean the guy the guy's the Clippers of the fucking league, right? <laughs> Every he's a Karen. He he's for, a Karen. Yeah. Karen Peters. <laughs> Every year he just kinda gets to the, the semifinals and then, you know, fades out. And, and it has a lot to do with the fact that he's not willing to make trades. He's not willing to give up those seven first round picks like the Clippers did. But um, you know, when it comes down to it, has P D ever made a trade? I don't know. I don't think so. But we'll have to go through the record books there.
0: Hey, he was willing um, to make a trade to uh, to Brad for Adrian Peterson. He also did offer me Adrian Peterson
3: as well when he wasn't on the team. So, um, <laughs> I mean, insulting. that's just the way that PD deals. Uh, and then, in addition, I mean, God, how lucky is the guy? Chris Carson has six carries, two touchdowns. Yeah, that fucking makes sense. It looks like Eric with J.K. Dobbins seven carries, two touchdowns, pretty ridiculous. And I like the fact that Eric's already benched J.K. Dobbins, realizes that that was a facade. So. For any of you that have received J.K. Dobbins' trade, stay away.
0: I definitely agree with that. I think all three of us had pretty bad performances this week, and we're looking to bounce back. Uh, I think it's going to be easier for others than some of us, uh, just dealing with <laughs> injury, dealing with injuries and stuff.
1: Hey, most, most people say, though, the fantasy season doesn't truly start till week two. If you're 0-1, you have to work so hard to get to 1-1, and I know us three, no one's going to work harder. No one's going to work harder,
0: as you said, Brad. In order for the Skylar Walker to rise, he must first fall.
3: You know what? You know what I'm looking at. There was only three teams that didn't score 100. We got two of those three teams
1: right here on the (laughs) Send It All podcast. We don't hide with us low scorers. (laughs) We don't hide. We we face the music and we get right in front of you. And that's why we are the number one Send
0: It podcast. Yes and yes indeed. All right, we're going to play our first game of the up of the episode. It's the wacky wab game. In this game you can either kiss a wacky wab uh transaction or you can slap it if you don't like it. Uh first up we have Corey Davis picked up by Nestor for 40 points of wab. What do you guys think? West, you going to kiss this or slap it? I'm I'm
3: going to slap it and I'm the reason I, not because I'm not big on Corey Davis this year, but 40 wab. Oh my goodness, uh Forty out of two hundred. You know, you got twenty percent of your wab blown on one Corey Davis. Um, Corey
1: I mean, gosh, ne- he's ne- he's never been a thing,
3: Wes. He's never been a thing. It's it's a fourth year. I, I think he saw the breakout of Devontae Parker last year and thought, hey, you know, maybe Corey can do it. Um, and Corey's a gay name too. So I know that uh, you know I can't get canceled. I'm the commissioner, so fuck you. I can say gay.
0: Well, there you go. That's there so. <laughs> there you have it. So you, are you slapping? <laughs> Slap. Yeah, he's like, "Brad, what are you doing? You kissing? Slap. Or you're slap. slapping it?" Uh, uh, I, I got. Of course, I
1: go slap. I mean, you've spent forty WAB, and WAB is everything, everything in fantasy football. And you just gave it away.
0: Yeah, I definitely thought he thinks that this is the next Devontae Parker, but I don't know. This guy's burned us so many times. I don't know if I believe it for forty WAB. Uh, yeah. But moving and, and
3: on, Devonte Parker had Devonte Parker didn't have anyone to compete with. Whereas Corey Davis has to deal with uh, AJ
1: Brown, although yeah. he's looking who, injured, who? so that could be good. Might thing. might might be out this week. I said he's out this week, and then he comes back later.
0: So Nestor's probably going to feel like a genius this first week, and then once AJ Brown comes back, he'll feel like an idiot.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of like how he is in the league. Last year, the
3: he <laughs> was a genius, and then we all look at his team this year, and now he's an idiot. So exactly,
0: Patrick Mahomes and Leonard Fournette. Oh my goodness. All right. Uh, so next up, we have Russell Gage picked up by Thomas for 31 WAB. What do you think, Brad? Are you going to kiss this or are you going to slap it?
1: I'm kissing it. If I, if, how do you spend 40 on Corey Davis when you could have had Russell and Gage for 31? This is exactly why Thomas is no longer the meh player and it goes to Paul.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: Wait. Wes, what do you think?
3: I, I gotta disagree with Brad here. I, I don't know. I'm a I'm a I'm a believer in conserving the lab. Um I think that the more WAB, more fun strategy is really uh treating me well. Um and you know, giving up fifteen percent of your lab for maybe the at best, hundred percent best, going to be the third option unless there's an injury there. Um that's also including hating hurt Hayden Hurst and Todd Gurley out of the backfield. got yeah, slap it. Yeah, slap it silly.
0: Yeah, I got to slap this one as, as well. It's you know, it is the third I mean the 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 passing offense is prolific there in, in Atlanta, but it's the third option. Uh you still have Hayden Hurst who's going to emerge, you know, here or there in a few games. Um and it's not always going to have that, you know, game script that they had against the Seahawks. Um I I'm looking at Thomas's bench and he's just he's got a ton of wide receivers and uh, most of which I don't think are going to break his starting lineup, so I'm not really sure why he's adding all of these wide receivers. Uh, so yeah, it's a slap for me slap for Wes kiss for Brad. Uh, that brings us to James Washington, another Thomas pickup at 25 web. Now, if you thought Russell gauge at, as the wide receiver three option was a bad choice, what do you think about the wide receiver four option on uh, Pittsburgh for Thomas? Wes?
3: I, I got to slap at silly again. Um I, she's yikes. I mean, I, I, I just don't know, guys. I, I, maybe I didn't explain the purpose of WAB enough <laughs> to these guys who have been in the league over four years. Um, but, you know, you don't have to blow it all in the first week. It doesn't refill, despite what minor looks like with 35 WAB left. Thomas only has 144 after week one, um, blowing 20 over 25% of his WAB in the week one. Um, meh, players. So, that's slap
0: it's silly again. Brad, how about you?
1: Unfortunately, this one I, I got a slap. Gotta slap this one. It's that's some irresponsible wab use. I'm all for spending 31 on gauge, but to spend 25 then on James Washington, someone popped their WAB cherry.
0: Okay, yeah, it's a slap for me too. Uh, I mean, James Washington. I don't get it. I mean, I know Claypool is probably taken, Deontay and Juju are taken. Um, but Washington, I just don't know. Is she, he's just gonna sit on your bench. He's gonna take up a bench spot. Um, but maybe Thomas knows what he's doing. I mean, he's been to the toilet bowl a couple of years, but I think he's made it to the playoffs too. So uh, maybe you give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Uh, but that brings up our next player. It is Peyton Barber picked up by Paul for twenty four web. Now before we talk about this, we have a live text question that just came in. Uh, this is happening right now live during this podcast. Uh, Breaking news. Now it's a question for us, for the podcast. And the question comes in from Saul McGeverly. Uh, But his question is, is is Peyton Barber the real deal? Is he a must start? Uh, Guys, can you answer this question? Paul picked him up for 24Web. Is he the real deal? First and foremost, I got to say. Go
1: ahead, Brad. You you kick us off. I, let let me just say I'm I'm slapping. I'll get out of the way. Wes, send it to you.
3: Oh man, I I gotta slap it. I gotta slap it. Um, you know I don't know who Saul McGoverly is, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I guess if if I did, you know, call me crazy, but I had a, a premonition that actually another team was actually thinking about starting Jarek McKinnon and Sony Michelle. Um, in which case, that case, I would say that Peyton Barber is a I must start absolutely. So, but that's literally the only possible fucking ever reason you should ever start Peyton Barber this week.
1: Wes, how do you feel about him naming his team after Sony Michelle, the football player? Doesn't that just speak volumes? Doesn't that just say everything about his ambitions?
3: I, I think it. I think it speaks a lot. I think it speaks a lot, Brad. You make a good point. Um, anytime you're you're naming your team after a football player. Um, especially a football player that probably should be on the waiver wire. You, you got issues, you got issues. Obviously you didn't research enough. Um, I don't know who, who Saul McGoverly is, but um, to just so Saul McGoverly kind of gets it. We do have a player in our team, in our league uh, that's starting Peyton Barber and Sony Michelle. And not only is he starting Sony Michelle, but he must be having a great day since he named his team name, have a Sony day, um, which is Sony Michelle's first name, believe it or not. Uh, wow.
0: Wow, fucking news. ridiculous but hey maybe he's just a big fan of the ps5 that's coming out maybe i think you're right
1: yeah, <laughs> that could that, that could might be a fair through. point but paul definitely is going to get the cheaper model you don't want a game with him
0: yeah that's true I, I gotta slap peyton barber too i mean he saw a few goal line looks um but that's about it i don't know this might be an Antonio gibson game uh paul Although sorry go ahead I will make a comment. Uh, Brad,
3: you said that he did che- he might cheap out in the in the PS5 uh, game. And might might be because he's just wasting wab, just like this.
1: Well, I was going to come back and say, you know, he he's going to buy the cheaper one cuz uh, he doesn't even want a, a disc spot because you know, he's just sometimes can't get it in.
0: Mm. mm absolutely. You know, I heard there's That's, they're that's
1: se- the cheaper version, you know.
0: I heard they're actually selling the new PS5 for 400 wab. Uh, So I'm trying to get up to that number. It's like a new buy, a new PS5. Maybe, Paul, you should try doing the same thing.
1: As your banker, I like that.
0: All right, next up we have Scotty Miller, picked up by Travis the Quarantine Huff for 23 WAB. Um, Chris Godwin might not be playing. Is this a good good mood considering he has Michael Thomas out? Uh, Brad?
1: As he's in last place and he's going to be destroyed this week, you wasted your WAB, Travis. Welcome to Send It. Wab is king and you blew 23.
0: Uh Wes, what do you think about this pickup? You think Scotty Miller has a has a chance in this Tom Brady offense? I got I
3: got to be honest. I actually I like this pickup. I thought it was a great idea. He's got a great matchup against Carolina. Um whether or not Travis had the foresight to realize that Chris Godwin would be out, that's for another day and another podcast, maybe in a different league. But um for this, yeah, I I'll kiss that one. Uh still think, you know, Brad has the upper hand, but this definitely gets him a little bit
1: closer. Um, which is good for Brad's points against that. So that's It's huge for me. Huge for me. I'm the king of point of king points against. That's that's my strong strength.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna kiss this or slap it. I'm just gonna give it like a like a bro hug, you know. It was it wasn't wowing me, but I understand the thought process behind it. Something I am gonna slap though is his next pickup. It's Willie Sneed for 16 WAB. Um, this just came out of left field. Not sure what drew him to Willie Sneed. Apparently, he has sources that we don't. Uh, Wes, what do you think about this pickup?
3: I don't even think I saw this one the first time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm just going to slap it. (laughs) Poor Travis. Welcome to the league, bud.
1: (laughs) I I think I'm going to slap it, too. (laughs) I mean, mean, Sneedy Gonzalez, I know, got canceled. So, I mean, what, what do you spend 16 web on him for?
0: Hey, you know what? Travis probably just had that feeling, you know? He had that... He had that need, the need for Sneed. Sometimes you're right. All Sometimes, right, be honest. <laughs> uh, we got a couple more here. We have Miles Gaskin put, picked up by Robbie for 17. wab I mean, do you want any part of this Miami Dolphins backfield, uh, Wes?
3: You know, when I see eight rushes for seven yards, that's that's what I'm thinking. I, I really like. Um, and Jordan <laughs> Howard, you know, might have vacated that position, so now we could be looking at you know eight rushes for eight yards. So. Um, I got to slap it. Robbie said it himself. No one else even bid on this player. I think he's two to three weeks away before being anything. Um, two to three weeks before being picked up in any
1: any, uh, any real capacity. So, got to slap it as well.
0: All right, Brad, how about you? Slap it? Kiss it? What do you think?
1: That's a slap. Miles Gaskin, Washington product. Come on. Come on. It's the rainy state. He's not in the, he's not in the speed state. He's not in the golden state. He's not in the Sunshine State. I'm out. Slap.
0: Yeah, it looks like the Miami, the Miami Dolphins Gaskin lighted Robbie uh, into picking up this running back. Oh. Uh, I've got to slap it, too. <laughs> uh, but Robbie made another transition. He used 15-wab to pick up NVS, a possible number two or three option for Aaron Rodgers in his, his revenge tour. Huh, guys? Revenge tour? Aaron Rodgers? Who called it? This guy. Uh, it was one game. I love celebrating after week one. Yes, yes, I know. But man, he looked good. He looked, uh, he looked like a man on a mission. Uh,
3: Brad he looks opposite of Joe Mixon. I'll be honest with you. You're right,
0: <laughs> Brad. He kissing this or slapping this? MVS for 15 web.
1: I gotta slap it. You know we've 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 been tricked by this guy before. Slap away, uh, Robbie. You may have won the Green Bowl against uh, my co-host, but. I think you partied a little too hard in the uh in the club after
2: and what about u s uh i'm i'm
3: this one i'm kinda i'm kind of in between I almost want to bro hug it um I do like the potential with m v s the most valuable scantling that I personally know <laughs> um but I think that's something that you know fifteen lab got to blow thirty on you know Miles Gaskin and you know Packers number three. Um, there's really only one receiver. He really does have to believe in the breakout of Aaron Rodgers, re-breakout of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but personally, I don't see it. So, a bro hug.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm I'm on the fence too. Bro hug as as well for me. Um, Robbie, Robbie's a smart, he's a savvy player, so I think he's trying to take a shot. You know, and you gotta take a shot sometimes.
3: Yeah, sometimes with Miles Gaskin, not even the <laughs> best miles running back in the league. <laughs>
0: All right, that brings us to our last uh, pickup of the week. It was by Jason, a modest 11 WAB for Logan Thomas. Could be a breakout, the next Darren Waller of the league. Uh, Brad, what do you think about Logan Thomas pickup for 11 WAB?
1: I I kind of like it. I, I'm kind of a uh, I, I kind of believe in Logan Thomas. I mean, he was a starting quarterback at Virginia Tech, and then of course, you know, last week he had four receptions, 37 yards, and a touchdown. I'm kind of feeling like this might be Jason's year, guys. Uh, you know, I gotta kiss it.
0: All right, all right, we gotta kiss here, Wes. Are you kissing this as well? We're doing some French kissing.
3: I mean, when I think of high-powered offenses and, and offenses, I want a piece of. I definitely think of the Washington football team. Slap! <sighs> Fuck that!
2: Boo!
0: Yeah, that yeah. Slap! Slap! Straight He's slap. slapping it. Um. <sighs> Man, Logan Thomas, we drafted him. The Cardinals drafted him to be a QB. They wanted that that next Russell Wilson. Didn't pan out that way. Ever since then, I just had a bad taste in my mouth. Logan Thomas, he can't keep behind it. I got to slap this, Jason. All right, guys. Wacky Wab, that is done. That brings us to a little special segment. It's it's your weekly update of the 200-plus Wab King Club. Coming in your favorite update. <laughs> coming in, your reigning Wab King. It's the one and only co-host of the Citadel podcast, Lucian, with 300 WAB. Uh, you love to see it. Coming in number. Thank you, thank you. Coming in number two at 240 WAB. It's Wes. Hasn't spent a single WAB yet. He's sitting 245. Pretty.
3: 245. You told me five WABs short of it. Two
0: forty five. Two forty five. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, my dear leader. Please do not punish me. <laughs> uh, and then
1: listen, stop screwing up.
0: <laughs> god damn it and we, have, we have families i know i know i'm sorry i'm sorry um but rounding out the uh the wab King club it's eric with a measly 203 wab just squeaked in there just barely um but yeah lucian west eric that's your wab King club got, 200 plus well i have 200 what you got to be above 200, Brad.
1: Well, okay. That's it. That's it. The first person to offer me one WAB for Jake Elliott, the Eagles kicker, you got a deal. If You need a kicker <laughs> right now. Let's do it. Actually, send, me the, so. send, me, send me the <laughs> offer right now. As soon as you hear this. <laughs> Dude, that bullshit. everyone
3: above 200 is 0 1. So that's,
0: that's fine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Wab, WAB is we're, we're, crucial. We're, we're,
1: as your banker, we're long investors. We're long investors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we know that this is a marathon and not a sprint.
1: Hey, if you if your last title's in 2012, you're definitely focusing on the long, you know, the long game (laughs) here. So it's
0: all crazy. (laughs) It's good to be the king, guys. Join join our club. Um, okay, that's it for the wacky wab section. Let's get into the heart of this show. It's the week nine predictions. Boys, it's week two already. We're getting into the we got the game of the week. It is Thomas versus Robbie, two of the highest scores in the league last week. Kamara Mea versus suck up the victories. Uh, Wes, let's start with you. What do you think of this matchup, and who do you think is going to win?
3: I just first off want to want to congratulate Robbie and Thomas. If anyone had told me during week one that this would be the game of the week, week two, I might have shit myself. <laughs> um, so just congratulations to you guys. You guys have come so far in a week. Um, give it two more weeks, and you guys will both be the meh game of the week. So. Congratulations on that. Uh first and foremost, I just want to talk about Joe Mixon. Man, that guy sucks. Oh my goodness. Um yikes. I, I you know, you can't blame it on the offensive line, I guess. Uh Joe uh Joe Burrow also went back sixty one times, didn't got sacked, I think, twice. So I don't think it's offensive line, Robbie. Sorry about that. Um I do love I do love Thomas's little bit of stack with Ingram and Lamar Jackson. I do think that Ingram will have a bounce back game. Um, I'm picking Thomas in this one, in a a tight one.
0: All right, all right. Brad, who do you got in this game?
1: Well, obviously, Joe Mixon has 10.6.
2: This is a close one. This is very close. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a huge week in Houston.
1: I think that's going to carry Thomas.
0: Okay, we got a pick for Thomas, and it's going to be three picks for Thomas because I pick him as well. You know, Mixon, Singletary, not a big fan of those running backs. Uh, Fant against Pittsburgh, you know, we'll see. Gallup got a nice matchup. We'll see how that goes uh, with uh, CeeDee Lamb emerging in the Cowboys offense. And, of course, you got Adams, Ryan. Uh, they all do well. But, you know, you look
1: Lush, at – I, I just want to say one thing, though. If you name naming your team, Kamara Meha – after 90s video games and you got Dragon Ball Z up there. I love it.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a great change of name, you know, Lights Camara Jackson. Definitely overused, overplayed. This is the first time I've seen this name. So kudos to to Thomas for making that change up re- realizing that his team his last team name was offensive, needed to go, needed to make that change. Canceled. <laughs> All right, so that's three picks for Thomas as the game of the week. Should be a nice game. Uh, Moving on to the Meh game of the week. Now, this was only the Meh game because the two teams competing were both two of the lowest scores in the league in week one. Nice. The 0-1 Banker Cap versus the 0-1 The Quarantine Hut. Uh, Wes, your team did not make this one, uh, if that's what you were
3: thinking. I thought me for sure. (laughs) No, no, no.
0: You know, it was close, but these two teams combined for the least amount of points, so... Had to go with this game, uh, unfortunately for Brad. But Brad, since you're in this matchup, what are your thoughts? What are your takeaways? What are you expecting out of this game?
1: You know, I, it's like I said earlier. I predicted I was going to come out flat against Jason. I actually picked Jason in the matchup against me. Uh, but, you know, it says a lot about my credibility.
0: It says a lot about your character.
1: You know, about your character, credibility, uh, integrity. You know, I'm a moral I'm, fiber. I'm a humble fantasy football player. I. Just want to do what's good for the people. And, and I'm the advocate for those of you who don't want to raise fees, don't want to raise the taxes that, you know, we have to pay to the, uh, the underlings. I want all the money to go to Wes. I want him to win. He's the greatest. <laughs> so with that said, I mean, I was feeling pretty good about Jarvis Landry when he had him on his bench. Then he put him in. I was a little scared. Then he took him out. Then he put him back in. And Jarvis Landers only got 6.1. I'm sitting pretty here. I got David Johnson, Miles Sanders in the house, Will Fuller killed at week one, Mike Williams, I mean, Kelsey, the, the clear number one tight end, uh, now that Kittle's probably out for the season.
0: And hey, now, come on. Feeling up.
1: great. So, obviously, uh, I'm taking this one down.
0: All right. Wes, what do you think about this matchup?
3: Uh, I think this is a great matchup. I think it's awesome. You know, between the two of them, they have a ton of wobs. <laughs> I like to hear that. I like but, to hear that.
2: That's uh, what it's all about. Uh,
3: I think, you know, Brad's one-week spot this week is definitely between Daniel Jones and Ben Roethlisberger. Playing Denver and, and Chicago is definitely a little bit, little bit difficult. Um, I do really see a big breakout game for Will Fuller. I could see him finishing top 10 this week. As well as Marquise Brown, um, I do love Eckler's matchup. But besides that, I, you know, barring you know two or three touchdowns to, to Scotty Miller, um, I really got to go with Brad in this one. He has Jake Elliott, unless he trades him for one walk.
0: Yeah, I think I think Brad is leaving us. I'm hearing a lot of reverb. We'll wait till Brad what? gets back.
1: Oh, <laughs> I thought you were still talking in the five, that's was like, what?
0: No, I can hear my voice in his microphone.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. I was just getting a uh, bubbly.
0: Yeah, we know, Brad. We can hear. I'm doing bubbly.
1: I just love being, I, I'm really shy about being talked you know, so well about by our, our dear leader, our, our great leader. I mean, it was just so humbling.
0: <laughs> just admit it. You had FOMO when you got beer. You had to listen to us. I want some beer. All right, there we go. That's better. Uh, I am also picking Brad in this matchup. You know, the quarantine hut, Travis. Eckler, I don't know what you're doing with Eckler. Tyrod Taylor there. Uh, you're starting Scotty Miller and, and Sims. Uh, Ingram, I don't know. It's just, and Brady, come on, Brady. I got to give this to Brad. You know, and I just want to ask the question you guys know Travis better than I do. What do you think of him? Do you think he's a good addition to this league? Uh, are you happy we have him? I mean, you don't have to get too serious into this, but I'm just curious about what kind of person he is because he doesn't really interact too much.
3: He's been a little quiet on the group chat, that's for sure. Um, He's actually talked to Robbie and I quite a bit about, you know, his draft strategies, the people to pick up. Obviously, he listened to Robbie and not me on who to pick up. But, um, you know, I think it's it's a little bit overwhelming when you come into a league so prestigious and have all these people talking shit to you nonstop. Um, You know, it's tough to stick your neck out there when you've never won in the history of the league. That is true.
0: That is true. Maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh on him. Uh, Just know, Travis, you are welcome. We love having you in this league. You know, put yourself out there a couple times, a few times. Interact. It's trust me, it makes it so much more fun when you're when you're engaged and when you're engaging with others. Mm-hmm. Okay, that brings us to the what I'm calling the Civil War game of the week. We have two long-standing members of this league. Some would say it's one of the biggest rivalries in the game, since one of them has the other's name in their title. It's have a Sony day, Mr. Paul McGovern, or should I say Saul McGoverly versus Paul never owned the trophy, Wes Miller, both 0-1. Brad, we'll start with you. Who do you think is going to win this matchup, our dear leader or
2: Govern? And
0: Brad is apparently not here, so Wes, we'll go to you.
2: You know, I, I think
3: uh, you guys can call me the quarterback whisper. Last week, I picked up Gardner Minshew. That was a great pickup of the week. This week, I went against all the rankings. Sometimes you just got to do that. Um, burrow deep, if you will. And just <laughs> go with Joe Burrow. Uh, I think, you know, he had a fantastic game, 34.7 points. A.J. Green, you know, he dropped a few touchdowns, but you got to be happy with the 13 targets. Yeah. If we were a PPT league, um, that I would be absolutely killing it. Uh, but, you know, when I look at, at Paul, meh, governed team, as I like to call him. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, he's got a tough matchup. I did say earlier, Will Fuller, um was going to have a good game, and that's probably because Deshaun Watson's going to t- tear his ACL for the fourth time, I believe, in his career, um, in which case the backup, who I have no idea, is the backup on Houston. Do you know,
0: Lucian, the top of your head? The backup quarterback? Who are you talking about? Yeah. yeah oh, backup quarterback. I don't know, Tom Savage? Yeah, exactly. He's going to go <laughs>
3: savage on them. <that>. Um... <laughs> But other than DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, really, can you be scared of anyone else on this team? I guess Mike Evans against Carolina, but on a bum hammy. Uh, God, I talk about a guy who's got to do more research. He's got Le'Veon Bell, Zach Ertz on the bench. Um, You know, he's got two solid tight ends in a one tight end league. That's about all he's got. Yeah, Miller in a landslide.
0: Okay, okay. Now I'm curious, is the PPT league a real thing? It can be. It can't be. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, guys, uh, the people tried to silence me, but I'm here. I'm in my underground bunker now.
0: Ah, oh, welcome, Brad. <laughs> you sound lovely. All right, so West picks himself to win. Brad, who do you, oh, we already talked to you, Brad? Didn't we? It's been so long since you got disconnected.
1: Oh, in, in this matchup, this is this is obviously uh, a West win.
0: Okay, a West win, not to be confused with the West Wing. Um, I have to pick Wes as well. Sorry, Paul, but I just don't think it's in the cards for you. Um, you're starting Peyton Barber, man. I mean, what else can I say? Uh, it's so way
3: too early in the year to be starting Peyton Barber.
0: Yeah, you're not. You're not that desperate, Wes. I mean, Paul. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to confuse your names there. <laughs> don't take that <laughs> Paul as a slight. A
3: trophy is my name. I get it. <laughs>
0: uh, now, what do you feel about these accusations against you that you are uh, somehow? slander against paul do you think he has a legal matter against you
3: I, I think he doesn't um he did bring up a good point that other pauls might have brought that to his attention um like paul blart malcott might have been one but that's probably the only paul i know that's, that's you know paul aduca um he was a great paul uh as i say was i think he's still alive so that's great uh but that's you know that's about paul o'neill um paul is sure. Yeah, I like Paul's dad, Wes. who's also named Paul. Ooh, okay.
0: Oh, that's why he's a junior, that's I guess.
1: Yeah, a junior. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wes, I have to ask, I ha- I, you know me, I ask the hard-hitting questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we love having you on because you answer them all. Alexander Lukashenko is doing amazing things in Belarus, yet the Western media is portraying him as some sort of monster. What are your thoughts on that, And as he obviously has the right to lead Belarus?
3: Uh, you know, I could take it or leave it.
1: Okay.
2: So
0: you're saying you'd bro-hug it?
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: All right. Well, that's three. slap him. <laughs> bro-hug, slap, and then kiss the, the owie. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So that's three for West this week. Sorry, Paul. Better luck next time. But you're going down in the Civil War game of the week.
3: <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little disappointing to see Paul out so early. But it is what it is when you don't prepare. He had all quarantine. He was the busiest guy I know. Paul Matt Govern was doing nothing remotely close to fantasy football. It's a little disappointing. See,
1: Paul Paul was uh, he was loving the quarantine. You know, he said he was studying. He was reading uh, fantasy football magazines. All the ones (laughs) from two thousand eight to twenty fourteen, he had led them memorized. He he told me he had prepared, but you hate to see it. I think he
3: panicked when he realized Matt Forte wasn't in the cards.
1: I heard he was still talking about some guy named um, uh, uh, Brett Favre. It was bizarre. It's Favre, I believe. It's Favre. Favre. Oh, that's it.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. That leads us to our next matchup. It's the one and only co-host of the Send it All podcast, The Rise of the Skywalker, versus or the Land of the McCaffrey. Uh, Minor versus Lucian. One and zero versus zero and one. I don't know what to say, man. Uh, f- Biner is just he's got some serious luck going on this season. First with the Taylor trade, you know, I thought for sure Taylor wouldn't be a thing for at least 8 weeks and then first week, Marlon Mack tears his ACL, thrusts Taylor into the spotlight. Uh my only uh my only solace is that I got Naheem Hines back who just went off in week 1, who I think is really going to have a big, you know, role in this offense with Philip Rivers who as we have seen through the years tar- targeted Austin Eckler, just an innumerable amount of times uh, checking it down to him. So, But I'm curious. Wes, what do you think of this matchup? Uh, I've got Crowder and Kittle out. It's killing me. It's really killing me. But uh, luckily Hunt went off uh, Thursday night. So that's, that could save me. But we'll, we'll see. But Wes, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, gosh, you've had some, some bad luck with injuries. Um, Miner never seems to get injuries. If you look at his players, there's not even one with a a questionable designation. Um, you have two O's, which is not for outstanding. It stands for out without the standing. Um, Cause neither one can barely stand right now. But uh, you know, uh, you look at Miners team, I think it's a little bit overrated. It's a little bit overhyped. I'm not a big Josh Allen fan. He does have a tough, uh, good matchup. He has a couple good matchups this week. Uh, CMC. I'm predicting zero touchdowns for CMC. Wow. Not one this week, which is huge. Um, I also think that Minnesota run D is not too bad, and their passing D is horrible, so there might be uh, some and Hines action there. Um, in addition, I you know I, I have to go with Lucian. I think Lucian's going to have a big upset. Um, now, Lucian, can you remind me, did you get an anonymous text um, about something that Miner had said about your team? Uh,
0: yes, I do believe I did get an anonymous, anonymous text. Yes, yes, I won't say who it was from, but the gist of it was that Miner said he's not worried about playing me uh because he thinks I'm an I'm an auto win, that he'll auto win against me.
3: And he said that?
0: Yes, he said that. He called me an auto W. Wow. Um I
3: would never think.
0: Wow, it's just it just shows the arrogance in the the over the land of McCaffrey has as a team. It just promotes bad team culture. It really says a lot about the team manager, I think. Agree. Disappointing. Very disappointing. You hate to see it. Uh, Brad, who do you got in this matchup this week?
1: I, I just don't understand where Lucian's tight end is. I, I'm looking and I see George Kittle on the bench, but I, I don't see another tight end. So is this breaking news that Lucian's going to be bidding on a tight end tonight? Hmm. Uh, people are talking. People are talking. I
2: heard but I'm going, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going with the rise of the Skywalker. The Skywalker fell. Oh, actually hold on, I got my trilogy wrong. <laughs> I'm going with minor because <laughs> because of Skywalker Starks. falls and now we're in the Revenge of the or Excuse me. Yeah, the um, Revenge of the Sith, the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. I'm going with minor.
0: This definitely has an Empire Strikes Back vibe. Um, I mean I don't know if he has a Grey's almanac I saw the future with Taylor and with uh, with my players getting injured but I uh, definitely have the feeling like the villains are closing in around the Skywalker um and we'll see you know what it might just be week 3 that I have to bounce back and rise um because I do think that Miner might win this one just with all the injuries this week with the tough matchups with my wide receivers I don't know I think it'll be a tough it'll be a tough win if I win Lucian, it's
1: very brave of you to follow my lead from last week and pick against yourself. That's, that's very brave.
0: Well, you know, some of us in this league are actually humble and modest, unlike others who just text people about other players or auto wins. I mean, it just shows I wonder who he texted. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's anonymous sources always on the Send It All podcast. We care about the safety of our sources. Number one, top priority. It'll be on Karen
1: Peters podcast with all the gossip. So Yeah.
0: <laughs> that lowbrow affair. Uh speaking of Karen Peters, we've got Cookin' Pies versus Wake and Drake, formerly known as Cut My Balls. Keeps changing his name. Don't know what to think about that, but it's Owen it's one and oh uh Karen versus Owen One Eric. Uh Brad, who do you got in this showdown of well, champion and manager wanting to talk to your manager, Karen?
1: And I've been through a lot of uh, Senate group chats during a Thursday night game. And I've never heard a guy say the name Austin Hooper more. I mean, it was such a Karen move. He would be like, throw the ball to Austin Hooper on the goal line. Never would throw to him, you know. <laughs> He's just trying to promote his kid here. And it's just, uh, just Karen Peters living up to the name. Lucian, sounded like you just cracked a beer. Back to you. Give us the live feed of what's going on over
0: there. I'm enjoying a Bud Light after, I, uh, after Gardner Minshew came out and promoted it. You know what I said? I'm going to buy a Bud Light, and this Bud's for Shoe. So uh, um, that's my okay. advertisement of the week. Well, it's very clear. I'm picking Eric this week. Okay, okay. Hard-hitting analysis from the Send it All podcast. He's picking Eric just because. Uh, Wes, what are your thoughts?
3: I mean, you got to be interested in the fact that it's week two. There hasn't been an injury on Eric's team, just like normal. Um, and yet somehow his starting running back is still JK Dobbins. Um, that's impressive. Johnny Smith, I dropped him. Uh, you know, wasn't his name the Hearst Locker too? He's also got him on his bench. It was, it was. Uh, it's a it's a it's disappointing to see. Um I you know, Matthew Stafford without Galladay, uh at Green Bay, I, I don't like that matchup. JK Dobbins, he's gonna get seven touches. I don't think he's gonna get in the end zone twice this week. Uh, Tyler Lockett. It'll be interesting to see who Gilmore covers there. Uh, Cooper Cup, man, I I love that guy. Gotta love that one. Um, Kenny and Drake, I think he's going to have a great game. But, you know, I I still got to go with uh, Cooking Pies. You know, it's the seven carries versus the seven carries of Chris Carson versus J.K. Dobbins. And and I got to go with uh, Carson's matchup.
0: Yeah, uh, I have to go with Karen as well. You know, Eric... I don't know if he knows much about RBs. I mean, he was talking about, you know, he was throwing some serious shade when I when I started Kareem Hunt last night. Uh, he thought we'd be ripping my my choice on the podcast today, and then all Kareem Hunt does is go out and score, you know, 22, 23 points. So uh, that fell dice. And uh, but it makes me, it leads me to believe that Eric might not be, uh, might not know as much as he thinks he knows. At least uh, according to the trophies he's won. Um, but, you know, Karen Peters, he talks a good game. He complains a lot to managers, and I think he's going to complain his way into a victory this week. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to our next matchup. It's Bama Joe 1-0 and versus the foreign hub, mister Owen 0-1 Nestor. My, how the mighty have fallen Nestor, Owen one uh, Wes, what do you think about this matchup? Can Bama Joe go the distance?
3: Yeah, it's tough to see someone go from a uh – Second best to last, um, you know. I, I really think Ford Hub, Ford Hub, and Travis really might be in a in a battle. Um, kind of crazy because Nestor hasn't had an injury yet, and this is his starting lineup. That's that's tough to see. You hate to see it. Uh, I you know I'm gonna go with Bama Joe. I really like his running backs, especially with uh, uh what's a Denver running back? Gordon uh, Lindsey. Yeah, Philip Lindsay out. Uh, I really like oh, that. It's sad.
2: We it's sad. It's sad.
3: He's he's got Sammy Watkins against Mahomes. You gotta like that. Tyreek against Mahomes. Uh, you know, we we might be calling Joe the Nestor stopper.
2: Gotta go with Joe. I like it. I like it. Brad, what do you think?
1: Obviously this this is a great quarterback matchup. Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes. Um but I you know, I gotta go back to an earlier segment here. 40 WAB on Corey Davis, and you put him in your lineup. That's gonna be disappointing. Nestor, he's having under 10 points. Under 10 guaranteed. I'm gonna post Ooh. a poll. In the one, chat. 1, one and 0 is guaranteed, too. Uh, that's true. Of, of a bet, and you can either accept it or you can't. It's a choice. Corey Davis, 40 Wab, not worth it.
0: Therefore, I got a roll tie. Roll tab, Bama Joe. I'm also picking Joe. He was one of my sleepers this year. I, I predicted he was going to win his first playoff game this year, and so far he's off to a fast start. I think he can maintain the uh, the pace of the game and get to the playoffs. So, Bama Joe, you're going 2-0 this week. And Nestor, I'm sorry, but when you draft Leonard Fournette in the second round, this is what happens. All right, moving on to our next matchup, we have Wes's stepfather versus the Fresh Prince of Hell Air, Two 1-0 teams. Started off fast, uh, Brad, what do you think uh, what do you think about this matchup? You played against Jason last week, I believe. Uh, can he win it again?
1: man Jason was fast. He, he was elusive. he was he was out coaching us. It was just it was just everything I predicted. Um, you know, I think he's a well-coached team. Uh, I mean, we can break it down a little bit here. Break obviously, down. obviously, Hogan is down 40.8 to zero after a monster 13-point, you know, kicking performance by Mr. Bullock, you know, they, they call him the uh, the Bull of Cincinnati. The, the man just doesn't miss. And then, you know, Nick, that Nick Chubb guy did okay, I guess. Does not miss?
0: Combined, 40.8. Does it miss? Did you watch the first week when he cramped up and he missed the game-winning field goal? I mean, well, he didn't miss
1: last week, did he, Lucian? Seems like uh, Jason's... Performing very well as a manager by
0: sticking with his guy. Okay, okay. Uh, to be fair, he was nervous, Lucian. He was nervous, yeah. I like how he was holding his left calf, and he said his right calf was the one that was cramped up. And I don't know. It just sounded like a bunch of excuses to me. Yeah, I
1: it's,
3: would my kind of my
0: it's my kind of guy. It's my kind of guy. What's you got in this matchup?
1: I
3: mean, it's tough to pick against Jason. He's got some great matchups with Dak at Atlanta. Uh, you know, Jalen... Uh, Gosh, Jerry Cook, I think, might have a great game with Michael Thomas out. Yeah. You know, and I I just don't, I don't like Hogan's team. I just don't, I don't like it. You know, he's got a Grob uh got a mixture, a good mixture of young and old with Thielen and Gronk and Rugs and Lamb. But uh, he's got a couple good stable running backs, but I don't see Wentz really doing too much against the Ramley. Um I got, I got to pick Jason in the biggest margin of victory this week. Jason
0: over Hogan. Wow. Okay. You know what? I can see it. Carson Wentz put up up a dud the first week. We'll see how he bounces back. But his O-line is just ravaged with injuries. So I don't know if it's Wentz's year this year or the Eagles in general. But he's got Derrick Henry. He's got Aaron Jones. Uh, I think Jamal Williams saw a lot more involvement in the offense than people predicted. But it should still be a good matchup for Jones this week. Thielen, you know, Thielen's going to Thielen. We're hooked on it. Hooked on that feeling. Um, Is everyone still there? It looks like someone got cut off maybe. Okay. I think Brad signed off. Um, He's having connection issues, but we'll just keep pushing through this. Um, Rugs, Lamb. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on the week. If they hit or if they don't hit, we'll see. But I definitely have Jason winning this one. I think he's got a strong team, and I think he's a strong contender this year. Uh, So that makes three for Jason. Sorry. Hogan, Um, maybe Nolan should draft you a better team next year. Okay, that's it for predictions. Uh, Not sure where Brad is. We have lost him in the podcast void. Uh, So I guess, Wes, it'll just be you and I signing off uh, this week. Is there any last words you'd like to say to the league before we sign off?
3: I would just like to to remind everyone, you know, you can start 0-2 in leagues and still make the playoffs, but you cannot, cannot. Start 0 3. You start 0 and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, start booking your ticket to Cavo. Enjoy yourself. You can watch the rest of us play. Um, I am predicting foreign Hub, Abyssoni Day, and Quarantine Hut to finish bottom three. It's it's tough to see, but but you hate to see it. But that that's how it's going to turn out. Hey, 0 and 3. We, you're done. Paul McGovern is shit.
1: Oh, Paul Paul McGovern, as they say, love it, West. <laughs>
0: Uh, Brad, we were just talking about people we thought were going to make the bottom of the league. Wes picked Nestor, Paul, and Travis, newcomer Travis. Uh, What do you think about this? Any last words, any last thoughts about who do you think is going to be good in this league or not be good based on week one?
1: Have a sunny day. We'll be in last place by the end of this week. That's my bold prediction of the week. You can lock that up. And second to last will be Quarantine Hut after I... Clearly, we'll steamroll against him, as everybody knows. That's all I got, Lucian. You.
0: All right. Well, if you are Nestor or Paul or Travis, I would consider looking at some trade offers. Um, you know, you got to make trades. You got to do something. You got to get better each week. Uh, injuries happen. Bad takes happen. Bad process happens. And, you know, you just got to overcome that. Uh, just, but keep trying, you know. You don't, if you don't do well, don't give up. Because there's always next year. You don't want the toilet bowl. No one wants a toilet bowl. Um, But yeah, that's our parting words. That's the end of the podcast, everyone. Thanks for listening. A little long this week, but that's okay. We know you love to listen. Uh, Brad, uh, Wes, I'm Lucian. This is the podcast. We hate you all. We hate Hate you you all. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.